Today is about hope and stability, which is what Wessex needs. But the fear must be halted, dispatched. Fear? Yes, Lord. It exists in every man and woman. My own wife has dug out a hiding hole in fear of her life. She has been threatened by who? By people who themselves are afraid of life without their king. And Edward alone is not the answer. You know this yourself, Lord, which is why you hope and pray, perhaps, that Utrid will return. If that is the case, Lord, then your prayers have been answered. He is here. You can have him found and executed. Or you can speak with him. Rhode Island. Welcome to The Last Kingdom with Marion Blake. It's a podcast dedicated to The Last Kingdom on Netflix. So grab an ale, sit back and relax, and let's see how England was born. Welcome back. My name is Mary Larson. My name is Blake. Oh, we broke the streak. We did. We broke it. We got it. Got something right. (laughs) (laughs) Got an intro right. You know, as we are coming here to the end of season three of The Last Kingdom, I just felt like I needed to step it up. There was a royal wedding, and I felt like I needed to bring my A game when it came to doing the intro of this. So you're welcome, listeners. You're welcome, Blake. You know, I'm happy that you got your royal wedding. I'm not going to lie. I, you were all excited last episode. Yeah, you were ready to go. We haven't had we haven't had one in a while. No, did not see an appearance of the red dress. Though I will note that you are wearing a beautiful red top in honor of the red dress. In honor today. of Gisela, <laughs> she's here with us in spirit. Well, we of course want to remind you all to check on out our social media channels. Blake and I are incredibly busy this season when it comes to podcasting. So find us on Facebook, Mary and Blake, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. You can see everything that we're doing there. And also you can head to maryandblake.com just to check out all of the podcasts and blogs. We want to thank our friends at jointhenerdclan.com. If this show brings you joy, if we are hanging out with you and making you laugh and you're not yet a member at jointhenerdclan.com, you're missing out, my friends. Get on, Get on it, over there. Yes, and our friends who are already there, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. All right, let's get into this show. All right, so a little recap of episode 308. Uhtred goes to Wessex, okay? It's it's wedding time. Everybody's going to Wessex right now, but that's where Uhtred's kids are, and that's where Tura is, and he needs Tura's blood to break the curse. So he does that. He also kills Skade in this episode, and Ethelwald continues to be a creep. 
Ethelwald. All right, and as for the details of this episode, we're looking at, again, episode eight. We are coming to a close on this season. We are only two beautiful episodes away uh, from the end. This is going to be, this is the episode before the penultimate. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Episode eight, once again, directed by Jan Mathis, who directed the last episode. And if you want to go back and take a look at some of his work, you can just check out the show Shetland. You will see it there. And as always, Stephen Bouchard, the showrunner at the time for this show, uh, once again came back, came back to uh, write this episode. And I would imagine, Mary, that he probably has at least uh, the rest of these episodes to go uh, for the remainder of the season. I feel like he always takes on the important, really important episodes okay. for The Last Kingdom. So I would imagine he's probably writing the remainder. That's it, though. Your details, your boring details, Mary, Schnauz are thirst. done. What do you got for your Shields rating? All right, so my Shields rating is a 4.7. Okay. Anything else you want to add to that commentary? Just we're going with a straight four seven. Four seven. Wow. So this one took a step back for you. I mean, but still, it's good. Yeah. No, it is good. Yeah, I'm it's just a step back. Okay. Uh, for me, I am at a four eight two, and similar, I think, to last episode. This episode was very heavy on theme, uh, and I find that once again the right move for this episode as we get into the finale. It is setting all the chess pieces up, uh, getting ready for the penultimate and then the finale, focusing in on our characters and the divisions that are between them. We'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, I'm in the same category as I was last episode, 482. Um, the same exact rating. I enjoyed it just as much. We're in. I'm, I'm happy with it. So Sweet. that is that. What do you got for your GBG, Marvin? My good for this episode, the royal wedding. Now, granted, I must say it wasn't as much coverage as I'd like. Yeah, know? slightly less than, uh, like than, than Megan and, and Harry. You yeah, know. we didn't get to have the pre-show, seeing everyone enter. We didn't see Pippa. Oh, no. Pippa. That's what matters. I want to see Pippa. Who's the Pippa of this wedding? It was Gisela. It was. Gisela was the Pippa. Mm-hmm. She's gone now. But now at this one. I don't know who the Pippa is. There is no Pippa. I don't think anybody's worthy of the Pippa title. Concurred. Yeah. I concur. I think everybody just took a back seat. A little muted for my taste. But I'm just happy that it's here. I'm no happy uplighting. that it's here. I loved all the flowers in her hair. Yes. Um, okay, so my bad is I hate all these random people getting riled up on a wedding day. Like Ethelwald or the wedding weekend. You know, maybe it's not the same Everybody day. Everybody gets riled up on the wedding weekend. Everybody. Everyone should be happy. I appreciate that the ale is flowing. So yes. I can appreciate that people are like, oh, you want to start an angry mob and go <laughs> to Bianca's house? Yeah. Like, who are these randos that just get riled up? Would agree with that one. On a, on a day that should be filled of joy. I bet the mm-hmm. king just gave everyone free ale and he's regretting that choice. And my second bad? When you have the open bar, get ready. Get ready well, for, for some stuff to happen. That's it. You know when you have the open bar, people are going to end up in the little... <laughs> Breaking noses like they yeah. did at our wedding. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Setting people on fire like Setting they did at our wedding. Setting people on fire like they did at our um, wedding. So don't do that. Don't do that. Any of you planning a, a wedding Stay right now? Stay away from open bars. Don't do the open bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my tie for the bad is how Uhtred keeps saying, I want to see my children. I want to see my children. I want to see my children. Yeah. And yet... Where was that like... All season. Where's that been these past years? How old are these kids? Are they already like off on their own, having their own families? Taking their driving tests already. Whereas, whereas you get Citric, who the first thing he does, goes and gets flowers for his wife and finds them. Very cute. 
Very cute. So I know that. And I you know, know, he noticed her by her big feet. Yes. <laughs> um, so I appreciate, though, that maybe he doesn't know where his kids are. Maybe they're under guard. I appreciate that. It's just like, come on, man. Where's your love been for your kids all this time? And Agreed. my great is Skate is dead. Bye, Skate. You're done. Yeah. I'm you, done with you. You know what? I, I You're totally just happy, agree. too. What's and your... I, and I'm going to have to play this. Cheers to that. Oh, yes. Thank you so much. Uh, my good uh, for me is, well, relatively, but definitely not Jamie and Claire. No. Um, my good for me for this is the bookends, Marvin. The bookends are important. The king is a ghost, Ooh. Uhtred says earlier in the episode. And at the end, he very much resembles a ghost looking in on Uhtred. It was a perfect, beautiful, stunning shot this of um, of Edward and Uhtred as Uhtred looks over the histories that Alfred has commissioned, mm-hmm. knowing that he is very much a part of those histories. And he has his hand just kind of traveling over them. It's like when you get your school yearbook and you go through every single picture looking for a picture of you. So yes. you know he's going through there. Looking for his mohawk ponytail. Am I in any of these? <laughs> I thought I was in that club. I loved every single millisecond of this shot, the tracking shot, as mm-hmm. Uhtred looked over these histories. And just the idea of what is to come. Uh, three seasons worth of hatred and um, dependency and... Uh, success and failure and livelihoods and death. It, all of it is coming down to this moment between the two men. And uh, it is fitting that Alfred resembles a ghost the way that he does, because ultimately when he dies, his shadow will be lurking over Uhtred and Edward uh, the way that it does in this frame mm-hmm. uh, for the rest of their lives. And, oh, just, just, it's everything. It Agreed. was everything. I, I was It was a very cool stunned shot. and shocked and awed by that uh tracking shot. My bad is uh Sigurbreet. Who? The guy, the guy that <laughs> Ethelwald's talking about, talking oh, with. The leader of the mob. Yeah, yeah, the mob guy. That guy sucks. That guy sucks hard. And the reason why he sucks Okay, so where did this guy come from again? This was the guy that uh Ed Edward Prince Edward. Prince Edward uh, young Simba, okay? Yes. Simba was uh, diddling a girl, and that the girl... Uh, his, his wife? I'm not sure if it was his wife. Didn't they got married well, to Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and he had kids with her. Yeah, so... Didn't they kill the kids? No, no. Or did they take the kids away? They took Edward's kids away from the girl. And made her a nun. They made her a nun, yeah. This guy. I doubt they took the kids. They probably just killed them like some Moses yeah, stuff. Point. This guy was in love with the girl. Okay. So he's pissed. Because now and, she's a nun. And I don't blame him for being pissed. And I don't blame him for being that mad at Edward. That's fine. You got you do you, man. But the thing I am pissed off about is the thing that like gets me upset is you're hitching your wagon to Ethelwald's. What are you doing listening to this clown at all? I mean, he obviously just got this his, gentleman doesn't make wise choices. He just got his eye 
burned out of his skull. And you're plotting to make sure that Edward doesn't take the throne with that jabroni? What? I mean, we've all known those people who you sit there and you say, that's your choice? That's who you want to be friends with? There's just some people that choose poorly. Uh, yeah, and he and he's he has this really odd plan that he's gonna like start rumors about Alfred and Uhtred and how Uhtred is to blame and all. Well, this. it worked. I mean, yeah, but he just found his drunk peers. I don't know. I just whatever. I just I'm, there I'll, are not sm- there are some not smart people in this world. Yeah, who can and this rile guy each is, other up. is not only is he a member, he's the president of the club. Okay, <laughs> this guy sucks hard. I don't. Yeah. I'm out on him. Uh, almost as out. As I was, and keyword was, Skade. Because Skade, my love, is gone. She is gone forever. Until she haunts you as a ghost. Oh. Do girls get to go to Needle Hunt? No. To Valhalla. Uh I would imagine so. Why not? Like, did how do you well, know? Look it up. I'll vamp okay. for a little bit while well, you look it up. You, you just talk about your love of skates. Well, death. that's what I'm saying. I'll talk for a little okay. bit while you. I'll vamp and you go. Um, yes, I love the fact that skate is gone. But what I love more about that fact is that how it was done. It is an inglorious demise for an inglorious character. What? It says, first off, there is no Valhalla. Thanks, Google. <laughs> Secondly, but in Norse mythology, women don't go and feast and fight in Valhalla. Oh, okay, fair enough. Oh man, well, that's what that's what Google says. So it's got to be it's got to be right, right? right? <laughs> Especially if there is no Valhalla. <laughs> um, it's an inglorious end for an inglorious character. One that I think goes out with a whimper, which I think is deserving of that character. But more importantly, it was the way that it was shot. If you remember the beginning of the season, and once again, I will have to call out bookends in this case. The beginning of the season opens with Skade, and she has that vision, and she looks up in the sky, and she screams, and the, the camera pulls away from her uh, uh, in like a crane motion going up. The same exact thing happens but just a different way uh, only only the fighters only the bravest could go so maybe uh, some of them could okay fair enough uh the way that this works out in this particular case is that the final shot shot has skade laying lifeless in the water with her arms spread out no voice coming out of her <sighs> whereas how that mirrored shot happened at the beginning of this season, her on land looking up, screaming out loud. And now while I understand why they chose to have her look up and scream and yada yada. Get her out of the water. It's going to talk, make it toxic. I, I don't like, I still don't like it. I still don't like that whole, it was like way over the top. The shot of the, her no, or the it, drowning? It, no, no, no. The shot of her screaming and all that other stuff. From earlier this From season. From earlier this okay. season. But now I understand the, the rhyming of it. I understand okay. the mirror of it. And she began full of life at the height of her power. And she ended with nothing drowned in water, lifeless and, and voiceless. Um, I can at least appreciate what they tried to do there. So fair enough. That's that. What do you got for the rest of this episode, Marvin? Hmm. <sighs> <laughs> Let's get into Ethelwald. Okay. Because I feel like that's that's where we got to be right now. That's where we got to be. We got to deal with him. All you know, right. Stir in the pot. Yeah. 
to what end? Like, I'm trying to fully understand his reasoning. He knows Alfred's going to be dying soon. Yes. He's ruffling Bianca's feathers. What I didn't, what I didn't like was the way he was talking to Bianca. Father Bianca and he were sitting in the church, and he was saying, Oh, I pray for Alfred and Edward every single day. What's going to happen to you, Bianca? What is going to happen to Father? That, that puts so much fear in me. When he said that to Bianca, it's one thing to threaten Tor, which I know that became a thing, yeah. and Alfred felt really bad about that, but what does happen to my favorite character? I think he sticks around, because Edward is going to take the throne, and it ain't going to be Ethelwald. If it were to be Ethelwald, I would agree that there's some there's some danger here. But it ain't going to be. It's going to be Edward. Yeah, but won't Edward give him a job too? Ethelwald? Give Bianca a job. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If it's Edward... Bianca is sticking around. He ain't going to go nowhere. Ooh, I hope so. The way that he said that, it made me worry. But I, I think the idea is Ethelwald is already positioning himself in a way that he thinks he can threaten Bianca. Okay. Where, where he thinks, I'm going to take care of this Edward situation. Alfred's going to croak. I already got a guy on the Witten that can help me out. Uh, get representation. Who's I, on the Witten for him? The, 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 the guy that's with him. The... The Sigbreed? Sig Sigbreed or whatever. He's on the Witten? Yeah, because he's a lord. They let everybody on this flipping thing. Apparently, I don't know. So he's he's already got an inroad and he thinks if I can get this guy to be on my side, I can then get representation oh. and then become king. If I okay. take care of the I didn't Edward know he problem. was on the Witten. I didn't yeah. know that he was like a city councilman. <laughs> oh man. So be careful at least, who you elect. Uh, now listen, I could be wrong, and all of you could be screaming at your radios right but now. But this Don't is how you're seeing it. But okay. this is how I'm seeing it. Okay. So that's how that seems to work to me. Okay. Um So Ethelwald gets sick of break. Sure. Whatever. That guy. To rile up the drunk masses. Yes. Pretty much become the mob from Beauty and the Beast. Who's with me? I Kill am. the beast. I am. Kill the beast. Um, and so they head on over. And I loved that the other father was the one that told Ethelwald off and called out for Father Bianca. What's the other father? Wow. I just broke the pencil. Wow. Didn't mean to do that. Um, <laughs> it's my pointing device. So they were. I was very happy about that protection that they had. Yeah. Fa- father Pureleg came in. Pureleg. Yeah. He came in and just laid down the law. And he's like, nah, you're not going in there. Sorry. And it takes Tura to say, no, 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 come on in. Um, I just, I can't believe people are still putting their faith in Ethelwald. Um, and this is I, a and, crazy mob of drunk people. Yeah, and but just even sane people, like this other guy, the, the other guy, Sigurdbreed, he should He's know better. Either. He should know better. Um, there was some good... Um, tension when it came to Uhtred in that house. I, it's not that I felt like Uhtred was going to get you know killed or anything, but like it, it, he could have been um, captured in some capacity. I didn't think he was going to be under the floor. I thought he was either going to have crawled out a back window and be hanging out on the roof or something yeah. or be pulling a Spider-Man and actually be like stuck to the ceiling, yeah, you know, hanging on been, tight. That would have been cool. I was quite nervous. You know, he was hanging out under the floor and Sick Breed or whatever his name is was holding his sword oh, and was I was nervous that he was going to try to shove it through the planks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually kind of a little nervous about that too mm-hmm. and I saw the dust going on Uhtred's face, you know, the whole sneezing thing that could have been an issue. Oh my God. I wouldn't Um, be able to be quiet. What impressed me most about the scene though, was that 
you had no idea he was going to be underneath the floor and how that relates to the big pile of dirt that Bianca calls out in front of his house earlier in the episode when he walks into the house and sees Tura and says, hey, there's a big pile of dirt out front. Oh my gosh, I'm just realizing that now. She yeah. had dug her she own hole. She dug her own hole and that is the hole Aww. she dug and that's the reason why. And that's the thing. That's why I like this because the show didn't hold your hand and say, look what I did. It's You had to put that together and I that's didn't. why there's the big pile of dirt in front of the door. Pretty cool, huh? Yes. So I really liked that. I was impressed by that. That the show just didn't hold it, it just it let you it let you take that information for what it was worth mm-hmm. and say, oh, and it let you put the pieces together, which I really liked. Okay. By Ethelwald. So yeah, Ethelwald, I think Done. he's doing Ethelwald things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not it's not that impressive to me. In fact, I'm a little annoyed by it. Agreed. Which we'll are you that. a little like and well, not, it wasn't not because anything it's, big. It's but... just narratively, I'm annoyed by it. Like, okay. But sh- once again, it's just a bunch of drunk mob. Yeah. So I appreciate that you can rile them up. Yes. Um, Uhtred collecting Tora's blood. That was a lot of blood. That was a, a good amount of blood. Too much. And it wasn't like even a vial that we talked about. It was one of those water containers, like a leather water container. That was way too much. And Tora's already pale to begin with, you know? And then poor Bianca comes in, and they're they're having some different disagreements. They're having some theological disagreements right and, now. And that is the theme that runs throughout this whole episode, Mary. That is, you know, we've talked a lot about how Uhtred represents the, the divide and also the potential unification of the Saxon and the Dane people. But the show has taken a very smart turn in this direction where it is now giving us a little bit more light in terms of um, Tura and Bianca. Like Tura is a Christian. She has been baptized. That is what it is. But she has not let go of her previous beliefs. She has not just shunned them, turned them away. Like when Uhtred shows up and says, listen, you need to do this. She's not like, no, you know. Okay, yeah, I'm willing to do it. And 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 Bianca starts, I wouldn't call her a Christian. I think that she has appeased Bianca and she's done what she's need to do. Well, but that whole like, oh, and then the gods will take care of me and Bianca says, God. And she goes, "Oh yeah, that's what I said." Uh <laughs> and I also a great line from Bianca because God is God. Like, oh, such a great line from him. Um yes, Mary, I think you're right. Is it a matter of pragmatism for Tura to be a, a Christian? Yes. And, and and I think... It's just not that big of a deal for her to have to fight him on it. And she can do her own little pagan things. I mean, let's be real. She just stays home all day hiding, digging holes and making necklaces. <laughs> so she can believe whatever she wants to believe. You know believe. what she needs? What? An Etsy shop. That's what she needs. She probably does. It's probably probably how she buys her new beads, you know? Right? And she yeah. has her own PayPal mailing system and she mm-hmm. just puts it on the dirt pile. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh. I mean, we never see her outside. That's why never. she's so pale. Uh, she's wicked pale. No vitamin D in that body whatsoever. No. None. Um. So this theme runs through. Yes, is... But is she a Christian? Yes. But there's also this 
pull and a belief. And that idea of Christian pragmatism versus the heathen, um, you know, Viking beliefs is a real push and pull. And then when it comes to her own brother. Yeah, right. That is a thing. Like, Bianca is the family that pulls her one direction. Her brother is the other direction that pulls her. Mm -hmm. And we also have this coming through in a big way when it comes to Alfred, not just because of um, his, you know, fervent belief in, in God, but because he sees the benefit of having Uhtred and Aylesworth is the one that is trying to say, no, we're not doing this. She got crabby in this episode. She is on the, she is on the way to crazy town. She's on that train. Mm-hmm. Like crazy train. That's her song right now. I can feel it already. When she went into the church and was saying the stuff that she said about how I want my son to be pure. I don't want him to be, you know, muddled by the the pagans. And Alfred actually walks in. You wonder how much of that he heard. You wonder how much he heard of her being like, pretty much, please don't let my son be like his father. Which, thanks to a pagan, your son lived. Thank you. You just stole the words right out of my mouth. That's what I do. Because... What it comes down to is Edward is the mix of pagan and Christian beliefs. And when it best suited Aylesworth, when it came to the to the survival of her child, she was okay with making sure that Iselt could do all the crazy witch stuff that she wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And what now? Like it's okay all this, you know, at that time, but now it's not. How how Maybe because he like tried to kill it, kill him. You know, she might be sitting there saying, "Do you not remember that Uhtred had a knife to your throat?" Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Maybe she just has a hard time forgiving. I can appreciate that. And, and either way, you know, this is just uh, this is going to be. You can feel the big struggle going forward for her particularly for because her. Alfred charges her. You know, you're going to be the one that has to tell Edward that he needs to align with Uhtred. You have to be the one that sells it because you're going to be the hindrance. Yeah, and I and I hate to say this. You know nothing, Jon Snow. But this is very Game of Thronesy when it as it relates mm. to um, Cersei. Aylesworth okay. is giving me full on Cersei vibes, uh, and I just don't see this going well. I don't see Aylesworth giving up easily. I don't see her letting Edward do what he wants to do. I have a theory. Oh, do you really? Mm -hmm. Let's do it. So we left off in the library with um, Uhtred looking at the picture books Mm because he can't read. So he's just looking at the pictures, looking for himself with the Mohawk. And we've got Ghost Alfred in the back. I think Ghost Alfred and Uhtred, they're going to reconcile, going to figure things out. And... Aylesworth is going to go look for Alfred because he's not at the wedding right now. Where's my husband? Where's the king? Come on in and seize them. And she's going to say, you promised me if he was here in Wessex that we'd kill him. And she'd get like some guards in with her. Oh, yes. Mary. Mary. Bam. Just like that. A winner. Abso-fracking-lutely because there is, again, 
no line, no shot, no utterance should ever be wasted when you're creating a television show. Everything should have a purpose. If it's character, if it's plot, if it is emotional, whatever it is, it has to have a purpose. And there is a very specific purpose why mm-hmm. he had to agree with Aylesworth mm-hmm. that, that Uhtred be uh, executed yep. upon sight. Yeah. It's going to be ugly. It is. It's going to be ugly. So that's not going to be a great time in the library for much longer. No, no. Or, at, you know, at least not for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not going to be good. Um, as it relates to Alfred. Well, you know what? No, let's do this. As it relates to Aylesworth. Queen Aylesworth. Where are you when it comes to her? Like, are you positive on Aylesworth or are you negative on Aylesworth? I don't understand. Well, okay. Remember when we were watching Breaking Bad Uh and like we just hated Skylar, Walt's wife? Like she sucked. Yes. And like I think everybody on the planet kind of hated Skylar. Okay. For, you know, the reasons that they had. I don't hate Aylesworth. Why don't you hate Aylesworth? That's my question. Okay. Okay. So, So, yeah. yeah. Why don't you hate her? Because from her perspective, she's doing the right thing. From her perspective, she's looking out for the safety of her family. She is a strong believer in her religion. Um, Uhtred has time and time again done things that are very disrespectful of her family and threatened the life of her husband and of her king. Yes. I'm sorry, you're dead to me. That's a good point. If if I was Aylesworth and you were Alfred, I would be all set with Uhtred. All set. And I would actually think that it would add a major complication that I don't want my young son, who's now hopefully going to be king, to have to deal with as well. Okay. Because... My husband could barely deal with him. You know it kept Alfred up at night. I don't know how I feel about Uhtred. Should I write a pros or cons list? Like, <laughs> she's just like, I'm done with him. You've got the other tall guy. You've got your own army. You're the flipping king. You don't need Uhtred. You don't need Uhtred. You know. I think that she thinks that Uhtred is a very bad influence. And once he held that knife to her, his throat. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. That's that's the demarcation line mm-hmm. right there. I, I would agree with that. So that's one. why I'm I'm with her. But. I know I'm supposed to be Team Uhtred, and I am, but I'm saying if you get in her perspective at this current moment, I get it. Okay, so then let me ask you the, the, the natural follow-up, which yeah. is, if you think Aylesworth is doing the right thing, is Alfred doing the right thing? I think Alfred is sick and dying and doesn't know what the right thing is. And he's just trying anything. We've all been there where we say, I don't know if this is the right choice. All right. Well, then knowing what you know, then considering Uhtred and how, you know, his relationships work and all that other stuff is Alfred making the right decision to make sure that Uhtred be a part of Edward's. I think Alfred knows Uhtred wasn't really going to kill him. I think Alfred knows that. So Alfred's able to say like, all right, I've kind of been a jerk to him. He's been a jerk to me. But he's really good at what he does, and my son needs him. So it'll be fine. Alfred tells Ellsworth that even if he wanted to pardon Uhtred, um, 
he wouldn't take it. And at that point, uh, it has to be uh, Edward's decision. Yeah. Do you think that um, that Uhtred would not take the pardon if he gave it to him? It depends what the pardon entails. But what I think is going to happen, I said Uhtred's going to be caught by Aleswith, and then Alfred's going to die while Uhtred is in custody, and then it is going to be Edward's decision. Yeah. So I think Uhtred will do what it takes to get out. <sighs> Yeah, I think so too. I and listen, I, I, ultimately, Uhtred has his Did own. I answer your question. <laughs> I don't really know if you asked me a question. All right, you continue. You're on a good thought path. No, no. I think ultimately Uhtred has to make the decision that's best for him, and it, I see him accept, accepting a pardon because that would allow him to reign Rome freely throughout you know, the, the country, essentially. He doesn't have to avoid Wessex necessarily, um, at least openly. The problem is, is he has something he has to do right now. Which is what? He has a bag of blood, okay? He needs to go <laughs> and take care of Ragnar. And no, and no ice cooler to help out. <laughs> but with this bag of blood. Yeah. So wait, they have to take the blood and use that blood to dip when it. they kill the person Ethelwald. Yeah. but they oh. don't know they have to kill Ethelwald. but they're in the same city yes now we just got to get Brita there if Brita wants to do it or Uhtred will have to do it Uhtred's got the blood or does Tura do it or Tura I would love to see Tura do you it you know at least I'm liking this they're all in the right spot yes they've all been all the pieces have been moved into the right area okay um <sighs> I like this I I, I kind of like it too um I, I guess because he thinks he has to go somewhere, but once he finds out, oh, I can picture Ethelwald telling him like while he's in the prison, I'm the one that did it. You know? I don't know. I don't think Ethelwald. I don't. Unless he's got the blood, it just the pieces are there. Unless it comes down to the fact that Ethelwald. No, no. Let me let me ask you. Let, let's see this. If <laughs> if Ethelwald wants to drive Uhtred out, because Ethelwald believes that Uhtred is there. He he knows it in, yes. in, his, in the deep in his cockles yes. that Uhtred is there. In Wessex. Fine, fair enough. Does he say something about Ragnar to draw him out? Does, does he go caught? Around, to get him so caught? So if he doesn't get caught by Aleswith, you're saying? Like yeah. Right now, if he doesn't get caught on the wedding day by Aleswith. So is that how all this gets resolved? Does he, in an effort to prove his loyalty to the king does does ethelwald say i'm the one that killed ragnar i'm the one that 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 helped weaken the Vic- the, okay. the the danes okay and then Uhtred discovers this goes crazy uh, yeah. takes his bag of blood yeah. okay all right i like all this i think this is this is something that we could go down that road okay uh, i would say so far that and I've, been, I've been giving this great thought. What does the show? I, I know we talked, we broached the subject earlier, last episode. What does the show become without Alfred? Right. Oh, I, I'm over Alfred. Right, but Alfred, I think, serves a very specific purpose. Mm-hmm. He is the opposition to Uhtred. Yes. 
it's not that he is the bad guy. It's not that he is, um, you know, the one that is the nemesis. It's just that he serves as the antagonist. He serves as like a cool hybrid, like protagonist, antagonist, depending so on- So where do we go from here? Yeah, so he is the one that is equal to Uhtred. Everybody else is kind of under Uhtred in a way, right? Everybody else like takes orders from him. Everybody looks up to him. Okay. Uh, and Uhtred wants, I think, essentially the same thing that Alfred does. I think after we're done with the Alfred chapter, we have to look towards Bebenber and his uncle, Uncle Scar. Yes, well, absolutely. Um, that that is certainly the case, uh, and I see that coming in season four because okay. once all this stuff gets like, resolved in whatever way, like because you know there's going to be a, a battle between Cannot Weasley and Uhtred, and it's going to happen, right? Preet is going to show up. Ethelwald's probably going to get taken out. All of these things are going to happen. What do we do in season four? And that will be Bebenberg. That will be Uhtred going for what is his. Um. I see that happening. I guess my ultimate question for you, Mary, is if if Alfred is the one that is the equal to Uhtred in this show, have they developed this relationship, the antagonistic and protagonistic relationship, appropriately enough for you where you believe it and you're interested in seeing how this turns out? Yes. Yeah. What about ring? What about this rings true to you? for their relationship. Like does the emotional math add up to you and how it does. I care about both these characters now. I've been with them all this time. So yes. Do you have anything <laughs> deeper you want to say? <laughs> no, no, I was just, I'm, I'm just wondering, like I, I'm wondering what you thought about that. Um, and I want to know if no, I, I love the dichotomy. You. I love the relationship and it is going to be really awkward as we move on. But, um, I'm excited to see how it goes, but yeah, I think that this relationship has been a really interesting one to watch. All right, do you do you think that the the music guy that shows up, music guy, um, the one like the that, little minstrel, the little with minstrel the carriage. guy, do you think he plays a larger role in this? No, I don't think so either. I thought that he was just one of Uhtred's many men, and Uhtred told them, "Hey, run ahead," and then Finnan's going to say something to you guys. Like, I already thought that that was one of his people. Yeah, well, because Uhtred gets snuck in on his carriage. Mm -hmm. So I just saw it as Finn and being like, oh, hey, you going to there too? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, sneak Uhtred in. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I think you're right. I think you're right I saw on it that, that way. Um, anything, uh, I think that's it. I think that's all I got. Mm -hmm. I, I think, lastly, the thing with Skade is... I think she ultimately served as nothing more than a plot device um, because she was so. She I, helped bring back, though, Brita's curse. It would have been hard for us to be enveloped in curses and understand their weight and how much it can affect the psyche of a Dane if we didn't get to have a curse that we kind of lived through along with a character. Yeah, um, that's fair. But again, I think that's a little plot devicey, right? Um, well, we don't hang out with Brita, so I think that yeah, that's true. it gave us a lot of it, it added weight when she was able to lift that curse, and it added weight to the struggles that she had with infertility. Let me ask you this: Would you then say, if that's the case, that's fine? Would you then say this season suffered from thinly developed characters that is uncharacteristic of 
The Last Kingdom. Like, in my argument would be that Skade and Bloodhair were just very thin. Very, very thin. They were basic. They were very basic. Yeah, basic. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, but on sh- the flip side, we have all these other characters who we've spent now three seasons really fleshing out. So we don't want to overpopulate it because then we get into Game of Thrones mind where we're like, wait, wait, what family are they in and whose side are they on? So I think that with so much going on, with Alfred possibly dying, with all of the Danes having this massive turnover, I'm okay with the fact that they had some pretty basic one-dimensional characters thrown in while we focus on these other plots and we see people like uh, Princess Ethelfled and Prince Edward who are now different actors because they're a different age blossom in their own adult roles. So I, yeah. yeah, I mean, are they my favorite characters? No, but they served a purpose yeah. while the other people who we've been hanging out with all this time flourished a bit. More. Hey, how about Osforth cooking a hot meal for Uhtred after oh. he kills Skade? Oh, oh that, you know, that must have been, that honestly. That was like, that was chicken soup, obviously. There's yeah, so many chicken. There's so much chicken. And I mean, nothing nothing makes you better, feel better after you murder somebody <laughs> than chicken soup. Am I right? <laughs> uh, I just, you know, it must have been hard for, for, for Osforth to watch that and to know what was happening and then still come back, you know, make sure everything was taken care of and make sure that he didn't abandon um Uhtred yeah. in that time of need because everybody had gone fo- everybody had gone forward yeah. you know without Uhtred that is a character moment that is important you know that right there that is the kind of thing that Skade did not have as a mm-hmm. character and Osforth does mm-hmm. uh, th- that texture uh, I really really liked that moment I thought that was awesome agreed uh, let's see anything else oh yes lastly Finnan still busting Stiapa's balls no Love matter it. what he Love does, it. he's still busting balls. Love it. Wanting to get kisses, having some ale at weddings. He was the original wedding crasher. Can I please come to the wedding? Sure. <laughs> I love weddings and kisses Kisses come plenty at weddings. Okay. Oh. I don't know you, but sure, you can come. What? <laughs> Thanks. Just take a bath. <laughs> All right. That is that. Ready for my Destiny Bee Theory of the Week? I am. Let's do it. My Destiny Bee Theory of the Week, of course, as always, is brought to you by the Mary and Blake store. We just published our Love is Eternal, It Goes On products at the Mary and Blake store. You don't want to miss it out. I must say, Mary, it's one of my better designs. Aww. It's one of my better designs. Glad to I'm hear very that. excited about it. TheMaryandBlakeStore.com. Check it out or check out the hashtag the Mary and Blake store on any of the socials. You'll find it. Let's do it. All right, Marvin. So here's the deal. After this episode, after Tara is talking about, you know, the circle of life, bringing it back to Simba mm-hmm. uh, and Uncle Scar. You know, she's talking about the circle of life and this is, this is, people die and things happen and, you know, it's, it's, it's okay. From the day we were born on this planet. Yep. And, you know, she's given the blood and, and all these conversations are happening. If you think there's any chance that yeah. Tura survives this season, yeah. you're on Planet Zippy. She basically just said, I'm going to die and it's totally okay. Yeah. You're on Planet Zippy if you think that she lives for the rest of the season. If she doesn't die next episode, it is absolutely happening Take in the Take my blood while you can because I'm actually going to be buried under the earth just mm-hmm. like the hole that I dug earlier. Yep. Yep. So that is that. She is totally croaking. And if she doesn't croak. In 309? In 309. I'll be surprised. Okay. 
I would say that's probably more likely for the finale. Okay. But I, if I had to put my money on it, it's the penultimate for, th- okay. for 309. Who kills her? <sighs> I'm going to say Ethelwald. Nice. I'm going to say Ethelwald. That's, that's, nice. he kills her. That's what happens. Okay. Uh, there you go. There, there's two for one right there. Whew, two for take. one. You ready? You ready to uh, close this out? I am. Let's get her done. We want to thank you so very much for taking the time to listen to this, The Last Kingdom, with myself and Blake. We love podcasting about this show. Thank you again for all of you at the nerd cl- at jointhenerdclan.com. You have honestly made this possible and you allow us to keep podcasting. So thank you for your contributions. If you're not yet a member there, head on over, jointhenerdclan.com. Oh, you know what we forgot? No. Nope. We forgot about Hild. Hild shows back up. Yep. She's just like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, about your kids. Mm. I stopped wanting to babysit them when you didn't come back. You told me it was going to be one night, and what it was do you want me years. To yeah, yeah. You didn't. You didn't pay me overtime there, Utrid. Can you believe that he's just like, where are my kids? You didn't even leave me enough mac and cheese. <laughs> there were no instructions. What am I supposed to do? I took them to the nannies. Okay. <laughs> I'm happy that she is back. I hope that she plays a larger role. Because I miss Hilt. I do too. I, I like having her She's a good, there. solid. She's one of those characters, I think, she's not on, on Alfred's level, but she is relatively equal to Uhtred. Agreed. She's the one that can tell him to, to screw yeah. if if she needs. Agreed. Uh, and she's probably one of the only few people that can get away with that. And he listens too. Okay. And he listens. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sometimes. So I hope, I hope, I hope that she has a larger okay. role going forward. Uh, yeah, go to uh, the MarionBlakeStore.com. Again, as always, MarionBlakeStore.com to check out all of uh, the great products we have there for all of the different shows, including our uh, newly brought back This Is Us 2. Uh, so if you are a fan of This Is Us, we are covering that. Look up the podcast This Is Us 2, or just if you're on your Apple Podcasts app, just click where it says Marion Blake Media, and you'll see all of our podcasts that are open to the public You'll see them all and you'll want to listen to them all because we're awesome. There you go. <laughs> I'm the most humble man I know. I'll tell I you that. I guess you are. Well, on that note, my name is Mary. My name is Blake. Destiny is all. Destiny is all.